Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. An all-girls school in California is now going broke after admitting transgender boys. Boys are now wearing skirts to school in the UK. And Chelsea Manning is gonna stay in the army so you, the taxpayer, can fund his surgery. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. An all-girls school in California is now going broke. Students are dropping out. Applications are down. After the school did the unthinkable and began admitting boys who pretend to be girls to attend the all-girls school. <clears throat> They may just be following California law, which requires this now. Uh, the Blaze reports that Mills College, an all-girls school in Oakland, California, <clears throat> became the first all-girls school to begin admitting boys, ge genetically anatomical boys, who pretend to be girls because they self-identify as transgender. They started this as early as 2014. Well now, after this failed experiment, the institution is facing a financial backlash. The school declared a financial emergency this week amid massive budget shortfall, which college administrators said would lead to a round of layoffs and firing some of their professors. According to Inside Higher Ed, Mills College is currently running on about a $9 million annual budget deficit, which equates to about 16% of the school's $57 million annual budget. But because of this shortfall, Mills President Elizabeth Hillman expects to lay off about 35 faculty members, including tenured professors. The budget shortfall comes amid a decline in student applications for enrollment. Prior to the transgender policy change when they began admitting boys who pretend to be girls in August of 2014, this college used to have 1,827 student applications per academic year. And they admitted out of the 1,800 applicants about 1,242 and they enrolled about 217 students. Well, just one year later, there was a significant drop after their policy change. The school only got 839 applications, down more than half and they admitted 639, again, down about half, and they enrolled about 139, down about half. So with half as much money coming in, half as many students, they're gonna have to fire about half of their teachers. In 2014, the previously all-female college changed its undergrad admissions policy to allow students who self-identify as female to also apply and enroll and live in the dorms. You're gonna have boys living in the dorms with your girls and pretending that they're all girls together. Here's the school policy. It states, quote, 
Mills shall not discriminate against applicants whose gender identity does not match their legally assigned sex. This includes students who were not assigned to the female sex at birth, but live and identify as women at the time of their application. It also includes students who are legally assigned to the female sex, but who identify as transgender or gender fluid, end quote. However, you know who they do discriminate against? You cannot go to this school, <clears throat> it's an all-girls school, but you cannot go to this school if you are actually a girl and you pretend to be a boy. <laughs> if, you, if you're a female student who has undergone, undergone a legal change of gender to male, you are not eligible to apply for admission to the all-girls school, even if you are genetically a girl. And that's the news. Our thanks to The Blaze for that informative report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, you have Mills College, you have some administrators, you have some professors, you have some students who are applying to go to this college. For however long it's been around, let's say it's 100 years or so, it's been an all-girls school, and people pride themselves on that. And I think it's great. I think girls should be able to get away from boys, get away from the distraction of college, and actually study what they're called to, to be and to, and to become. But now, because of political correctness, you have boys coming and pretending to be girls and applying and getting into this all-girls school. The parents are rightly concerned. The girls who are looking for an all-girl educational experience are rightly concerned. They're dropping out or they're not applying in the first place. Those are just the humans in the story. Where are the spirits in this story? You can tell by examining the morality of the human actors. If there's a boy who is lying and pretending to be a girl, the Bible calls that sin. Lying is a sin. Gender confusion is not from God, because the Bible says this. In fact, we'll put the scripture up early here. 1 Corinthians 14 says, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. So if God is not the author of confusion, then where are these confused boys getting their influence? They're getting them from the demonic spirit of confusion and lying and sexual immorality, that's fine. They probably just wanna ogle the girls in the public bathing facilities or whatever they have in the girls' dorms. There are boys who are taking advantage of this and rightly so, the girls are getting out of Dodge. Thank God that some girls have the sanity to quit or to leave or not apply in the first place. They are being influenced through their exodus to follow the Spirit of God. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray against the confusion, against the spiritual and demonic forces of darkness that would invade the minds of these confused boys who want to go to an all-girls school. Father, we pray for the policymakers that they would get it right and go back to the old way that it used to be when people were normal. Father, we can solve this fiscal crisis by just restoring the spirit of God and the spirit of sanity to overcome the spirit of confusion 
and the demonic spirit of lying and deception. Father, we pray for truth to prevail at Mills College in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break when we come back. Boys in the UK are now wearing skirts to school. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you care about your family, about your children? Of course you do, but you need to take action today because they're under attack. Sign a petition at PrayInJesusName.org to protect traditional marriage. Here are three specific petitions you can sign. Number one is to stop ENDA. This is the so-called Employment Non-Discrimination Act, but it's actually a bathroom bill that will punish Christians. It's introduced by a homosexual congressman, Jared Polis from Colorado, and it's really just a bathroom bill in disguise. Ladies and little girls, next time you go into the ladies room at any public restaurant, you might run into somebody who looks like this if ENDA becomes law. We need to stop this because here's the actual, actual language of the bill. They don't want you to read this. It says dresser grooming standards must be permitted for any employer who has an employee who's undergoing or may someday go undergo a gender transition after the time of employment. Well, this gives them permission to have the same dress or grooming standards to which they're transitioning. In other words, they don't even need a sex change. A man can go into a ladies room and assault you and your little girl if ENDA becomes law. And they'll punish the Christian business owner if he doesn't allow that. Number two petition you can sign is to stop the Homosexual Classrooms Act. That's being introduced by Senator Al Franken of Minnesota, actually to defund your public school if you don't force the teachers to promote homosexuality to all of the children as, as young as kindergarten in the guise of anti-bullying lectures. You're really just recruiting your kids into the gay agenda. Petition number three you can sign at PrayInJesusName.org is to defend traditional marriage. The 1996 Defense of Marriage Act is under fire, but it defines marriage simply between one man and one woman. Sign these petitions today. Go to PrayInJesusName.org and take action. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from the UK Telegraph who reports that boys in Great Britain are now being authorized to wear skirts to school. Because the girls can wear skirts to school as part of the school uniform. So the new transgender friendly policy across many school districts throughout Great Britain is to also allow boys to wear girls uniforms. <clears throat> the Telegraph reports that a North London private school has drawn up plans to introduce gender neutral uniforms in response to a growing number of pupils questioning their gender identity. Highgate School currently has an option for girls to wear a gray pleated skirt. Here we have some pictures of the boys and girls wearing the gray pleated skirt, but the school uniform is consulting on a mix and match policy which will not specify a different requirement for boys and girls anymore. Girls can and traditionally have been able to wear gray trousers or skirts, they could choose either one, as well as dark blue jackets and ties which make up the rest of the uniform. Boys in the past have not been able to wear a skirt, just the trousers, thank you. And they've also had to wait until they were 16 just to wear earrings. I don't know why boys would wanna wear earrings, but at least they had to wait until they were 16. 
Here's a statement from Adam Pettit, the headmaster at this school, who told the Sunday Times, quote, This generation is really questioning if we are being binary in the way that we look at things, end quote. <clears throat> he said some formal students have complained about the changes. Quote, They write in and they say, if you left children to their own devices, they would grow up differently and you are promoting the wrong ideas, end quote. Gee, do you think? Maybe you're promoting the wrong ideas. Maybe you ought to be mentoring the confused children and telling them right and wrong. But no, some parents did not know that their children were questioning their gender identity, he added, forcing the school to mediate between parents and students. The school already allows children to request the staff to allow them to be called by a name of the opposite gender, which about a half a dozen have already done so. Bobby wants to become Mary or whatever he says his name is. They have to call him by that now. One boy has also been allowed to wear a dress to school, not just the skirt and the school uniform, but prom dress, you can picture that going over well in the classroom. Other private schools have also drawn up policies to deal with children who are questioning their gender identity. St. Paul's Girls School has a gender identity protocol which allows female students to be called by boys' names and wear boys' clothes. In another place, the Girls School Association has advised members to stop using the words like girls and boys and instead address children as pupils. Brighton College also replaced its uniform, which had been in place for 170 years, for one that is now gender neutral. Last year it was revealed that around 80 state schools were allowing pupils to wear clothes of the opposite gender, and that's the news. Our thanks to the Telegraph for that report. Now this is all happening in England. Now if it was Scotland and they were carrying bagpipes, we would, we, would not, we would not be alarmed by this because a kilt is a part of the manly uniform in Scotland, right? It's masculine to do that in Scotland. But this is England, so this is not manly and they're not carrying bagpipes and, and the boys there should not be wearing skirts. I'm just saying it's an abomination. It's ungodly and it's a shame. And, and honestly, if you love these children <clears throat> and you're able to discern the spirits inside of these boys and they say, well, I feel like a girl inside. Is it really a girl inside of you, little boy? No, it's not a girl inside of you. It's a demonic spirit that is lying to you and now you're lying to the rest of us and you're demanding your teachers lie by calling you by a girl's name. You're demanding the administrators and the parents join in your deception. You're demanding that the government join in lying to reinforce your mental illness, to agree with the demonic spirit. Now the devil is ruling the administration. Who's allowing these policies? It's time for the administrators to say no. We govern by truth and our schools will teach truth. And if you don't want to go by God's truth, then you should go somewhere else because God made them male and female. Bible says this in Deuteronomy chapter 22, a woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment. 
for those who do so are an abomination to the Lord your God. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we do pray for sanity to return to boys and girls through the truthful structure that needs to be provided by the administrators. Father, we pray for the teachers, that they would be gentle and speak truth. We pray for the administrators, that their policies would legislate truth. We pray for the parents who would continue to encourage their children to tell the truth and stop lying. Father, we pray for these demonized cross-dressing kids in this story, that each one of them would be delivered of their demonic spirit and come to faith in Jesus Christ, who is the spirit of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Chelsea Manning, actually Bradley Manning, is staying in the army, so you can... This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I wanna make available to you a new resource, a four part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial and finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back and thank you for watching PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from Fox News who reports that Bradley Manning, who now prefers to be called Chelsea Manning, will indeed stay in the army. <clears throat> after being imprisoned in Leavenworth, after being perhaps threatened with dishonorable discharge? No, not anymore because President Obama granted some kind of clemency. And not only that, he's gonna stay in the army for a while so that taxpayers can pay for his medical benefits including transgender surgery to remove his parts 
so that he can pretend that he is a girl. Bradley, who now calls himself Chelsea Manning, will remain on active duty following her release from military prison at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas on May 17th, the US Army said. So out of jail, but still in the Army. Here's a quote from the Army spokesman. Manning will be an unpaid soldier and be eligible for health care and other benefits. She will remain a private. Private Manning is statutorily entitled to medical care while on excess leave in an active duty status pending final appellate review, end quote. Bradley Manning was granted clemency in the final days of the Obama administration and she thanked former President Obama last Tuesday in her first statement since being granted clemency. Last year, Army officials told Manning that he was eligible for sex reassignment surgery, what Rush Limbaugh affectionately refers to as redactodectomy surgery, and that the government is gonna pay for this. Why would the taxpayers agree to pay for this? Well, because Obama put that in motion, made it part of the terms of his clemency that he continues to stay in the Army and get medical treatment which includes free surgery. Attorney Chase Strangio of the American Civil Liberties Union told reporters, the taxpayers are on the hook for this. Manning, who is a former intelligence analyst in Iraq, was convicted in 2013, not of his mental illness of wanting to be a woman, but of actually treasonous behavior of leaking more than 700,000 secret military and State Department documents and battlefield video giving those secrets classified information to WikiLeaks. Was convicted of doing so, found guilty and served nearly seven years of a 35 year sentence at Fort Leavenworth. Bradley Manning, as he was called before he decided after being convicted, after he was in prison, that now he wanted to be a woman and call himself Chelsea. He acknowledged leaking the materials. He admitted this, saying he, wa- he had a motive for doing this, wanted to expose US military's disregard about the effects of war on civilians, and also said that he would release information that he didn't believe would harm the US. Manning was arrested in 2010 and came out as transgender after being sentenced, filed a transgender rights lawsuit and attempted suicide twice last year, according to his lawyers. And that's the news, our thanks to Fox News for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits that afflict people with this illness. And I'll just try and be respectful here and try and be serious to say that the DSM-5 labels gender dysphoria as a mental condition where people get confused and have dysphoria about their own gender. And that is a mental illness. And they used to have stronger terms for it. They're the politically correct people in the psychology field are toning down the DSM-5, but even today it's still a mental illness and it begins and it ends in four stages. It starts with a seed of self-doubt and that's a demonic spirit. When you listen to that spirit and you begin to doubt your own identity, your own gender, did God really make me to be this way? So that spirit of self-doubt 
graduates into a spirit of self-hatred. I hate the man that God made me to be and I would rather be a woman. When you hate yourself, it evolves into self-mutilation. And many of these people begin to cut themselves or begin to hate themselves so much that they want to mutilate themselves and honestly that's where this desire to have the surgery comes from. And finally it ends with a spirit of self-murder. And even if you have the surgery, more than half of the people who have the surgery think it's gonna cure them. No, they still hate themselves so much they wanna die and they end up completing suicide. So that is the ultimate penalty for embracing the demonic spirit of self-hatred is self-mutilation with self-murder. And that sin will end up leading you to hell. And we care about you. We don't want you to suffer with this. This condition is deadly. And the government should not be coddling it or making it easier for you, giving you free benefits so that you can, you know, letting you off the hook when you're found guilty of treason. We're gonna forgive that because you have this mental condition, we're gonna handle you with kid gloves. No, we should be speaking to you the truth. And Bradley Manning, you are a man and God has called you to be a man. And no matter how many times you hurt yourself, God will always love you as the young man that God made you to be. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter 24, and then many will be offended and betray one another and they will hate one another. This is a sign of the end times. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll have a word to conclude the show. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also faced punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching. Please donate when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.